We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? Uh, So after another embarrassing loss for the Indianapolis Colts, the Colts now move to 4-11-1. The Colts, man, they lose to the Giants. Cody, we kind of anticipated that something like this would happen. But again, another blowout loss for the Indianapolis Colts. It's these last three weeks have been getting pretty embarrassing especially for, you know, this week, especially a Giants team that has not scored 30 points all season long, just scored a season high 38 points on the Indianapolis Colts. And I mean, I I just don't really know what else more to say about this team's performance. I mean, you know, the Colts offense gave up just as many touchdowns to the Giants as they scored touchdowns in this game. So, I mean, what more can we say about this Indianapolis Colts team that is just, again, continued to be unable to put up points and be unable to stop opposing offenses. Six game losing streak for Indianapolis. Now you talked about tied for second most with like a couple other teams. Uh, The only worst team is the Chicago bears. Uh, So that's how bad it's been. Derek, this Colts team flat out sucks. Nobody cares. Um, it's pretty obvious after Nick Foles goes down, just laying there. Nobody does a does a thing when Thibodeau's just you know doing snow angels. Completely disrespectful, by the way. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I'm anything. gonna I'm gonna wait to pass judgment on that. I don't really believe he knew he was hurt. I it don't bad. think he was I'll paying say attention. That. Yeah, I know he was right next to him, but I don't know if he truly believed that he was. Uh, you know, actually hurt like that. But nevertheless, you're right. It was still the main thing. The offense, no offensive lineman was like, you know, pushing him away. Like, Hey, give my freaking quarterback some space or something. No, nobody cares on this team. It's fairly obvious, especially on the offensive side, the locker room is gone. Uh, This team finds ways to lose and not just lose. Congratulations, Colts. Um, Every single week you find new levels of embarrassment in ways to lose um they you know a team that we talked about hasn't scored 30 points they score 38 nearly 40 points on this team just completely embarrassing you know 
all units were completely embarrassing today. Offense and defense were just awful all day. Um, you know, the Giants did whatever the heck they want. I guess if there's a lone bright spot in this game, uh, Zach Moss looked really good again, and he should, considering the Giants are one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. You know, 15 carries, 74 yards, uh, like five yards a carry. It looked, it looked solid, looked efficient. I think he continues to cement himself into the conversation about RB2 next year, Derek, which I think is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you just look at this offense. It's just completely terrible. Um, and, by the way, with the Nick Fool saying, hopefully he's okay. You know, he got – I believe yeah. they brought the cart or whatever for him. So I yeah. hope he's all right. That just – you never – you hate to see that, whoever it is. You hate to see that, especially a guy on your team. Um, so I hope he's okay. Um, but if not, um, if he can't go the rest of the season, I guess we'll see what we have with Sam Ellinger this final week of the 2022 season. But yeah, yeah I mean, you just look at this offense, com- complete embarrassment once again. I mean, Paris Campbell, the only receiver over 50 yards in this game. He he only had, you know, three catches and he was and his longest was a 49 yarder. Yeah, because so the next like few attempts, all the rest of his targets, the majority of them were screens that yeah, just exactly. didn't work. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I look at also, I know it's not, it doesn't show up on the stat sheet, but Jelani Woods had a really nice gain that got negated by a penalty. Of course, the Colts shooting themselves in the foot naturally. Um, but yes. Jelani Woods, for as big as he is, Derek, he's definitely uh, showing you things at tight end that you're like, wow. This dude's only a rookie, and he's doing those sorts of things at that size. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's going to be a special player, Derek. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I think it's, the Colts- it's been great to see a few players. I mean, if there's, mm-hmm. yeah, only one thing you can kind of take away from some of it is, you know, you've gotten to see a few of these players, you know, really kind of develop themselves over the year, and they've really been showing you just kind of what they can do if you had an actual scheme that could work and a quarterback that actually could throw the football to these players, you know, like Mm -hmm. that, that just shows you like, I mean, and you just mentioned two of those players, right? I mean, Paris Campbell, the one uh, chance he had to go deep, just go moss somebody. And he did and had the biggest play of the whole day. And then of course, Jelani's big play where, you know, it hadn't been for a holding. It would have been the, probably the second biggest play for the Colts all game. I mean, Jelani was showing you. Yeah. I mean, that dude's got some freaking speed, man. He's got some wheels for somebody being that big. You know I mean? Jelani is week in and week out over the last four or five weeks has really been showing you, Hey, like I, this is me. I got it. Like I should be getting paid what Molly Cox is getting paid right now. Because Molly Cox should not be getting paid anything what he is right now because Molly Cox ain't even getting involved in the offense. So, I mean, in in this game specifically, it sucks because I, I just don't, there's, I mean, there's just nothing really more to really say about it. You know, I mean, I guess uh, one other thing I can say about um, the offensive side of things, I mean, even though we've had our beef with Pittman this year and you know that Pittman's not really been fantastic this year by any stretch. I mean, I felt like Pittman was one of the only guys on the offensive side that game that at the end of that game was starting to show some freaking heart, you know, actually showed some grit and was like, okay, I'm had enough of this and I'm going to start bullying some people. And sure enough, you know, he was one of the only few guys that was doing that. But Hmm. I mean, you know, I, kind of would like for that to happen all game rather than 
just see it at the end of the game when the game's already over. Yeah, exactly. I will say um, out of, you know, you're going to obviously have to do a complete rehaul, uh, a revamp, if you will, of this offense, you know, from head to toe. But I will say there's a couple positions that I feel like you don't really need to address, you know, that being really tied end and running back at this point, because you have Taylor, you'll have Moss. I feel pretty good about that. And then obviously you have Woods. And then when Granson gets back, I'm like, those are two really young, good young tight ends. Um, Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot here with this offense that just needs completely blown up, completely fixed. I mean, offensive line, we already know um, how bad it's Mm -hmm. been this year. Um, Today, ironically enough, Derek, they only allowed one sack um, the whole game, Mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting. It definitely seemed like the quarterback play was pretty horrendous. It's been better, you know, since Saturday has taken over. Like, I don't know. Last week was rough for them. Clearly, it could have been better today, but I mean, you know, the, the Colts O-line ever since Saturday has taken over, it's been pretty much average, which is yeah. still not good enough for the the money that you're paying these guys, which, I mean, we're going to talk about in the offseason about how Ballard or whoever the GM is for this team going forward needs to uh, seriously start removing some money from some of these contracts going forward. Yeah. But, I mean, which clearly it's been better. Yeah. But which offensive lineman do you think, like, you know, looked good today, I guess, out of any of these guys? Like, did, I know Ryman's kind of the one we're all watching right now. How did he look out there to you? I honestly didn't watch a whole lot of this game, if I'm being honest. Um, after a I while, mean, outside to- of it, I mean, honestly, I felt like the O line was okay today. I mean, it, yes, Quentin Nelson got bullied on one rep. Uh, he got bullied by Dexter Lawrence. He was, you know, 1v1. Lawrence was just doing a bull rush. Ellinger kind of stepped into it. And then Lawrence just like went over the top of him. So yeah, he gave up the one rep, but I mean, the weird thing is Cody, like, I mean, this team has been averaging five yards a carry on our, their backup running back over the last few weeks. I feel like overall as a generality, the offensive line is starting to get a little bit of its mojo back. Uh, just the problem is, is, like you said before, it's the it's the penalties that are killing us, right? Like the yeah. holding penalty on Fry's late in the game, the holding penalty on Smith when Jelani had a huge gain, you know, things like that that's really hurting this team. And I mean, I'm not gonna kill Quentin Nelson because he gave up one sack. Like everyone just wants to murder Quentin Nelson because he gave up one sack. Like, oh, congratulations, he's human. Like, I mean. Again, the O line only gave up one sack today. The pressure rate has not was not terrible today. Just Nick Foles not throwing the football well, and then you know, of course, you know we get away from the run game and receivers not getting open and throwing interceptions. It's it's the same old thing. I mean, the, the O line in general needs to do better, but I don't think there was anyone on the O line today that made me just go dang, you guys suck. Like, I I don't, I didn't see that today. One spot here and there from the collective unit, which I mean, if that just means, oh, the rest, the whole unit just needs to do better, which I mean, that's fine. It's honestly okay with me because at least then, like, it just means you need to do better with coaching and you need to get these guys in a better situation. But I mean, offensive line wise, I don't think it's been terrible. 
So I mis- misspoke. There was actually two sacks given up today. One of them didn't show up on the stat sheet, but I looked again, and it looked like Foles and Ellinger both took a sack. So there were two oh, sacks Oh, yeah, given that's up. right. Thibodeau, Thibodeau came off the edge. I, yeah. I don't. I don't know like what the problem was with that. I don't know if uh, Ryman just, I don't know if Ryman just went the wrong way or if that was designed like that. I don't know, but clearly Nick Foles never saw it coming off the opposite off, on the outside edge. So I have no yeah. idea where that would have. Uh, okay. Come so to, I'm just but- rewatching it. I'm rewatching it right now. It looked like there was just a miscommunication where um, Ryman was, you know, he kind of came unblocked, you know, so it wasn't like he got beat. It was just a miscommunication. Yeah. He had a free yeah, a shot at Nick Foles, and he just fully just leveled him. Um, yeah, so, and that's okay, been that the problem with a lot of this season, right? And it, it was more evident in this game as well. It's been the miscommunication all season. That's been yeah. the biggest problem with the Colts this year. Yeah, I just so, wonder if it's miscommunication, just – horrendous situational football and no threat of a, of a vertical passing attack. Like still, I know Nick Foles has a bigger arm, but still it's non-existent, Derek. Like we saw like, you know, they, they you know, Jelani Woods, uh, really the big thing, Paris Campbell, you only have a couple of those, but then you just negate them by something stupid. And it's just like, well, what the heck, man? Like we can't, you know, even if we, even when we can throw it deep, we do stupid stuff. It's like, it just doesn't make any sense. And so this is just obviously a very poorly coached football team. It's been from the beginning. It continues to show that um, not just Jeff Saturday, but just everybody on that offensive side of things. Um, it's just been bad. And so, yeah, I mean, what can you say, man? This is just a culmination of this team. Just it's downward spiral that they've gone. You know, they're not even competitive anymore. They haven't been competitive for two weeks now. And so it seems like this team is kind of just mailing it in at this point, Derek. Yeah. And, you know, when we saw the defense today, I mean, this is a very uncharacteristic of the defense today. I know that they were down a bunch of guys. I mean, Yanni, I mean, the defense especially was gutted today. Uh, secondary yeah. wise, you know, you were missing Isaiah Rogers, you're missing Kenny Moore, you're missing, um, and then you were missing Brandon face on early in the game. So you're playing with a bunch of young guys and the defensive line, you were missing Yannick Ngakwe, you know, like that's, that's rough. You know, when you're missing one of your best pass rushers and you're end up missing uh, half your secondary at that point, you know, it's tough to be able to keep doing what they're doing. And I mean, again, and we'll talk about this in the next video that we're going to do a little bit, but, um, it's clear that like the defense has just called it in. I mean, I, I feel yeah. for them, dude, because it's like they tried to show heart, you know, early in the game. You know, they were they were showing heart, you know, early in the game. They had it, you know, they had a shot early in the game and they were trying. And then sure enough, I mean, the, the offense spat in their face, man. They gave up that pick six and then yep. there was just nothing that they could do from there. You know, I mean, it's just, it was, again, another spit in the face of the defense who's trying to keep you in games and the offense just can't compete. It just won't. And it can't, I don't, I mean, I just don't know what else anyone wants to say about this defense. I hate making excuses for them in that way, but kind of is. I'll say this. They are getting worse at stopping the run. They clearly are like, Mm -hmm. you know, 
Daniel Jones nearly 100 yards today rushing, uh, you know, and, and between Breida and Barkley over 100 yards. The Colts, almost, you know, about 200 yards of rushing they allowed today. That's unacceptable. Um, they've really started to struggle against the run. We thought they might, um, but they really did today. And, you know, they didn't really make up for it in terms of uh, stopping the pass either. You know, I know Daniel Jones didn't have like a 350-yard day, but he was very efficient. He only misfired on five of his uh, 24 passes. Um, and had two touchdowns. He didn't get sacked at all. So, like, this defense as a whole, I know the offense has not done them any favors, but this is one of their worst performances we've seen in a yes. while. So, um, but, yep. you know, like, like you said, I mean, they're, they're pretty gutted right now in that secondary. Um, and so, uh, but that's no excuse for the, the really the lack of, uh, you know, stopping the run. That, that's just unacceptable. That, that's just absolutely ridiculous that they allowed, uh, you know, Jones, Breida, Barkley, all these guys to just really go off in this game. Um, because that's just an offense that's, you know, good at running, I admittedly. But, like, this is a bad offense, Derek. It, it's, it's in the It's a 20s. bad offense, yeah. And you allowed them, you know, to do what they did today. Uh, and that just kind of shows you um, how bad this is. You know, nearly 400 yards of offense today allowed by the Colts defense. So. Yeah, the offense is bad. The offense only had 252, um, but defense wasn't that much better today either. It was just an all-around offensive and defensive flop today. Just It just looked like on both sides of the ball today, it just felt like after a certain point, just everybody just gave up. They just couldn't care less at that yeah, point. Exactly. exactly. And I don't want to well, say that for every single player, but for the collective unit, it definitely didn't look very good. Yeah. Well, I guess it's a positive. Uh, Sam Ellinger had his first NFL touchdown today. So that's cool. Hey. I know. When it was you take the small victories. To, when it was 31 to 3. Hey. Yep. That's how it is. <laughs> you take anything you can get at this point. Uh, you try to find any positives, <laughs> as little as there is right now, and just uh, be like, hey, well, at least he did that. Good for him. Yay. We're down by 30. And, and, and I mean, you know, one step closer to a potential top five draft pick, you know? Yeah, if these stupid te- bad teams would actually just screw up and win a game, that would be helpful. Well, you know what? If the Rams win, Cody, we're guaranteed a top five pick. Mm. So, well, that's, that's good. All, that's all we need. Hey, Chicago lost. That's good. Um, feel good about that. And uh, hey, Chicago be number two. Perfect trade up partner for the Colts. And uh, I would like that. I'd be fine with that. I mean, yeah. And if the Texans beat us next week, Chicago goes number one if they lose. That's right. And I honestly so, think, Derek, as bad as Houston is, because they got whacked today by Jacksonville, we, we might be worse. <laughs> I we can't were I'm definitely saying worse than the Texans. I mean, yeah, they got smacked by the Jacksonville Jaguars, but we can't say nothing. We got smacked by the Jacksonville Jaguars early exactly. in the year. You know, and at yeah. least the Texans for the majority of the last few weeks have been, you know, competitive. You know, they've been competitive yeah. in their games. Yeah, exactly. Well, I can hold out hope that the Falcons are going, or not the Falcons, I'm sorry. Uh, I can hold out hope that the Cardinals in J.J. Watt's last ever game as a pro are going to go out there and just upset the 49ers. I can hope and I can pray. <laughs> Again, uh, you know, Denver almost beat Kansas City today, so anything can happen. Potentially. We'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see when teams are resting their starters and we'll see uh, you know, who's going to stick around and who's not. Well, as we we'll stand right now, the Niners are uh, tied with Vegas. So, never know. Never know. But, All right. Yeah, that's going to do it for 
I think that's going to do it for this one. Any other negatives or positives that we want to talk about with this game specifically? With this game specifically? <laughs> no, there's a lot of big picture things of like how there's that big bring picture, back which we're going to talk about in a video oh. that you guys are going to see for Monday. Um, but thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Uh, wish that there was more to talk about. You know, just trying to stay on point for the game. I mean, all all units suck today. Really isn't much more to talk about with it. Um, it just it's clear that the Colts are looking forward to the 2023 season and the off season. So we will kind of discuss that a little bit more as we go along. But that's gonna do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and as always. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.